Janet Jackson paved the way for the Beyonce's, the Rihanna's, the Britney Spears, you name it. And we're going to talk about it. So I watched the Janet Jackson documentary, four part documentary series. You can actually watch it on Lifetime or you watch it on the Lifetime website. This documentary series is just so great at capturing who she who she is you know she tells us her story from her perspective we see never before seen footage when she was married to renee so we he was you know he filmed her a lot it's so funny because when you look at her three husbands they kind of have a similar look <laughs> she likes that sort of arab look which is very interesting but that's a side note so yeah, I watched this four-part documentary. It really gave us an inside look into her life from her perspective, as she says. And there's so many great things to take away from this documentary. Like the first major takeaway is what a major icon Janet Jackson truly was and how she really did pave the way um, in pop music. And another thing that they really talked about in the series was about Michael and her sort of living under his shadow. Um, at the same time, they, you know, she was able to come into her own, be her own person and dominate in her own way. You know, it's so funny because they use a very interesting device that is used in storytelling in this documentary series. And I really miss these documentaries about celebrities because they always, they always like, it's part of the writing. They they write it in a way that makes you glorify this celebrity, that makes you sort of like look to them as like the greatest thing that ever lived, right? That's what these documentaries re do really well. Um, and one of the tools or one of the devices that they used in this documentary was what we call the unfair injury, right? And Janet Jackson's unfair injury, well, she had many un unfair injuries, but in the first, let's say one or two episodes, her unfair injury was the fact that she was a Jackson. That was a gift and a curse. You know, she was a Jackson. Her family, her the way her dad raised them, they worked really hard to get to, you know, they had to work really hard. They couldn't play on the streets. They couldn't do basic stuff. And they became these stars. And then there was Michael, who became this ginormous superstar. And as much as in the documentary, they would talk about Janet's accomplishments and she really, <laughs> she had like five or probably more number one albums. Like who does that? I don't even think, I don't think that Beyonce has that, you know, but like fair enough in her day, there were fewer artists out, but she has like five number ones. She has like all these stats that even Michael Jackson didn't accomplish. I mean, I remember when she got her Virgin deal, she was the highest paid musician ever. So she definitely was comparable to her brother, but she lived in his shadow. And I just wonder why that is. Uh, but then I remember he's Michael Jackson, like, <laughs> cause it was so funny. They kept talking about this in the show about how she lived under his shadow. And they would talk about how she's such a great and amazing musician. And I really was rooting for her. Like you could really get brainwashed and be like, Janet. Yeah. And then you remember, he's Michael Jackson. It was so funny. There was a part in the documentary where he was like singing and like, I don't know what it is about his voice. I just don't know what it is about him that just makes him the greatest to ever do it. But there's just so, there's just something so magical about the way that he sings, his voice, all these things. So at the end of the day, I get the fact that it was annoying being cast in his shadow, 
but and she never said that and they never she never communicated that in the documentary but a lot of other people sort of communicated it they didn't say it was annoying but they just said uh she was always under his shadow and whenever whenever she did interviews they always asked her about michael jackson but he's michael jackson <laughs> it's like undeniable his his he's such a phenomenon and so is she so is she in her own right you know, but then we remember he's Michael Jackson. I just, I don't, it's, it's not even like he's overhyped because he's not, he's just the greatest to ever do it. And I, and I get when people are like comparing Beyonce and Michael Jackson and, and people get offended by that because he's Michael Jackson. He, you cannot compare anybody to Michael Jackson. I'm sorry, but I digressed. <laughs> Let's go back to Janet living under his shadow. But I think part of why she lived under her shadow was the fact that she is his younger sister. That's one thing. Younger siblings always live in the shadows of their older siblings. I think it's so relatable to everyday people. You go to a new school, you go like, with a group of friends, you know, you're, oh, you're always like that person's younger brother or whatever. And, and, and we see it too with like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Jake Paul has accomplished a lot of things that Logan Paul hasn't been able to accomplish. He got on the Disney channel. If it wasn't for Jake Paul getting on the Disney channel, Logan wouldn't even be as big as he is. Jake Paul has done this boxing thing and made crazy money. He's actually a professional boxer. Logan Paul just isn't admired in the boxing community. But at the end of the day, because he's the older brother and he's the one that people look to and he's packaged in a way that is like superior, he's the one that people look to. And I see the same thing happening with Janet Jackson and Michael because sort of J Michael Jackson got to this, he got there first that's what it was he got there first and not only did he get it there first he also possesses something so magical that no other human has ever possessed right and that's the other thing he's michael jackson <laughs> and so as much as she was living under his shadow and she's just incredibly crazy talented she also did something very special and unique Another reason why Michael Jackson was elevated, especially in the 80s, was because in the 80s and 70s, and he was elevated over her, is because he's a man. The reason why they put him on a higher pedestal is not just the fact that he was incredibly talent talented, but he was also a man. And I want to like say I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying that Janet Jackson isn't a mega superstar. Like she really is. But I just think that nobody, if people just think about how how powerful Michael Jackson's stardom is, was, it was incomparable to anything that we've ever seen even till this day. So as much as Janet was a super mega ginormous star, everybody in the world is still living under Michael Jackson's shadow in terms of everybody in Hollywood till this day is still living under Michael Jackson's shadow. So of course, Janet is going to live under Michael Jackson's shadow. Um, but it was an interesting device that they used in the, you know, to sort of like give her, let us root for her. Cause like everybody wants to root for the underdog, right? Interesting device, but needless to say, she is a mega superstar. She is incredible at what she does. And she really earned her way and made moves that even Michael Jackson couldn't made. You know, she talks a lot in the documentary about them being so close as children. They were they were really close. She was he and Randy are her closest siblings. Um, but then 
when he became, I think it was after Thriller, that things started changing for him. And that's when he was like so busy and he was so famous, but he had people around him that sort of like, you know, distanced them, um, distanced him from his family, um, which is really unfair so or really sad to see that happen because had he maybe had his family in his life, maybe his life wouldn't have ended the way it did you know, maybe he wouldn't have gone on the path that he went on. Another interesting component to the documentary series is like probably in the first episodes or first, yeah, it's that first episode when he talked about how Janet was under her father's control. Um, and that sort of like hindered her career in a way. Well, it, 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 he brought her to where he, he sort of trained her to become this amazing star and she needed to break away from his control so she could really come into her own and create create her own quality like use her own voice and create in her own right and the the funny thing is that we saw the same thing happen with Beyonce we've seen the same thing happen with a lot of celebrities this father that sacrifices his entire life to ensure that his kids are put on and, and become the best that they can be because not to most fathers will not do that make their career their children but I think his father her father saw the talent in that household and really saw these kids are something, right? You know, these kids really have something, you know, and he'd sacrificed his entire life and, and dedicated his entire life to ensuring that he's, these kids were superstars and then they all left him. And on one side, you could see it from his perspective. That's really messed up that they left him. But to be honest, when you really think about it, Janet wouldn't have evolved the way she wouldn't have evolved if she didn't leave her father. And we see that her career really didn't take off until she left her father. Um, it didn't really take off in the sort of superstar realm until she left her father. So it's really important. And, and I, I understand because he was probably, when he was designing her artwork, when he was designing her music, it was all for like a pro probably his era, more traditional, what he thought was cool. But she was young. She was, you know, she was exploring. She was experimenting. And when she created something herself, she would have created something that was contemporary and that was like, you know, breaking barriers, um, pushing the envelope in contemporary music at the time. And we really saw that. And I, when I think about my experience with Janet Jackson, you know, fr from the '90s, and thinking about such beautiful music that she had back then, and even the early 2000s, I never, as a, I never would have ever compared her to Michael Jackson. I never put them in the same category because they, what they offered was so different. And that brings me to my point about why was Michael Jackson more famous than her, right? He had his masculinity. He was a man, and, and the world would always put a man on a bigger pedestal than a woman. But what Janet Jackson did in the music industry, and why I say that because of her, we wouldn't have, if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have Beyonce, we wouldn't have Rihanna, we wouldn't have Aaliyah, we wouldn't have uh, Britney Spears. It's because my. Janet Jackson was able to bridge the gap between female pop star and male pop star and, and make it bigger and better than a man, right? She bridged that gap because of that comparison between her and Michael Jackson. Fair enough, she was living under her shadow, fair enough, but they were so similar in their art. They were so similar in everything 
And even though she was kind of living under his shadow, she sort of had this synergy or sort of had this way of creating a, a, a pathway for women to become as big as men in music. You know, we think about the Beatles, we think about Michael Jackson, we think, you know, there, there wasn't really, yeah, there was Diana Ross, yeah, there was Madonna, but they weren't paid the same as men, you know? So I really think that Janet Jackson was able to bridge that gap, you know, that, that later on created the Britney Spears and the Beyonce's, because let's just, let's just face it, today, like, female singers are bigger than male singers, no matter what. And let me tell you why. What Michael, what Janet Jackson did, and obviously I'm sure people will give credit this to Madonna as well, but what Janet Jackson did, because Michael was this huge star, right? What she did was offer up her femininity in a way that Michael Jackson just couldn't and didn't have. And at the end of the day, sex sells. I made a whole video about the over-sexualization of black femininity. And we could say that in a way, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tread lightly with this because I'm not accusing her of anything, but we can say in a way she sort of pushed the envelope or sort of progressed, or it sort of probably was one of the creators of the over-sexualization of black femininity. But the way that she did it was a very tasteful way and it was it's not her fault that it sort of spiraled out of control. But I will say that using her femininity was a tool that Michael Jackson did not have. And it created a model that the Britney Spears and the Beyonce's could use to become bigger than Michael Jackson, or maybe not bigger than Michael Jackson, but some people say Beyonce is bigger than Ma Michael Jackson, right? And the reason why is Beyonce, if if there was like, okay, let's, let's put it this way, right? There's going to be more eyeballs on a female star today than there is on a male star with the same talent, etc. Why will there be more eyeballs? Because of femininity. And I'm saying that Janet Jackson used her femininity as a tool to gain more fandom or superstardom in a way that Michael Jackson couldn't use it you know, a, a way, in a way that Michael Jackson couldn't, couldn't do. Because Michael Jackson had his masculinity, but he wasn't the most masculine, you know, he wasn't the most masculine musician either, but it wasn't really about that with him. It was just about him being an incredible dancer, him being a talent. But Mike, uh, Janet Jackson possessed all of those things as well. And on the flip side, she also had a tool, which is her femininity and her sexuality, and that was a tool that could be used to market because at the end of the day, like it or not, sex sells. And talking about this femininity, I wanted to move into the section where they talk about Justin Timberlake. But before we get into that, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all of the above. It really pushes this video out in the algorithm and encourages me to make more videos. This video is brought to you by mintedculture.com where I put all of my content. Guys, if you don't know, I have four different channels here on YouTube. I have this channel, Brand Video Pro. I have the Kenem O Show. I have uh, Stream OVG and Stream OVG Business. And all of my content goes right directly to mintedculture.com. Every single day I release a couple new videos. So there's always new content. So you can check the site every single day. 
Also, when you go to mentalculture.com, you can book a one-on-one -on -one strategy call with me. We can talk about Web3, the metaverse, modern marketing with social media, digital marketing. We can talk about filmmaking and documentary filmmaking. You know, I've been in the game. I've been in media for 16 years. I've been in filmmaking for 14 years. So I've been doing this for a long time. So you can book a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me. Head on over to mintedculture.com. All right, let's get into this. And talking about this femininity, I wanted to move into the section where they talk about Justin Timberlake and the whole Super Bowl situation, which was just absolutely ridiculous and devastating the way that she was blamed for that. You see, personally, I don't take responsibility for other people's actions, right? I don't take responsibility. And she's the one that did that to her, right? And obviously it was a mistake, you know, but everybody turning on her and blaming her. Two reasons. She's, she, or three reasons, right? She's a woman. That's the first one. So when people want to tear somebody down and it's a woman, they're excited to do that. They'll do it faster than anything, right? Second reason is that she's black. So she's a black woman. So being a woman and being black, that's, those are the main reasons why they did that. But then in addition to add, you know, fuel to the fire, that's when Michael Jackson was dealing with his child molestation accusation claims. And so that really just put more fuel to the fire. So it was like all of those things, in my view, that sort of like, you know, pushed that. And for me, what really pissed me off is the fact that when they sort of canceled her and they didn't invite her to the Grammys or they disinvited her to the Grammys, but they had Justin Timberlake performing at the Grammys. And to me, in my view, it's like Justin Timberlake is the one that did this. And what is really irritating about it is that it was his white privilege, right? Not even just him being, just not, it's not even just his white privilege, but the fact that he was a white man, the, the coupling of that, that he, he was the one that committed this offense, but everybody blamed my, Janet Jackson for it. And instead of doing anything to, to Justin, we reward Justin for doing something that Janet had no, nothing to do. Like it was, it was ridiculous to me. And in my view, like, be, again, I don't take responsibility for anyone's actions. And it was so terrible that, you know, so I get why social media was so pissed. Like, I saw someone who tweet, uh, they put out a tweet saying, like, Jackson, Janet Jackson saying that she forgives uh, him and me turning my face. I'm not listening. I completely, I completely understand that because I think in today's world, if that, if he was like a, let's say, a, a male white musician in today's world and they canceled a f black female social media will demand th that he uh rejects performing at the grammys he would have to decline performing at the grammys and we really have to understand the way media was back then in 2004 this is before social media this is before twitter and facebook and all of that was popping right these media outlets were the gatekeepers they decide if you get airtime they decide if you get canceled or not they were the gatekeepers because of social media thank god it's revived a janet jackson's career it's revived different people's careers because now consumers can just go directly to the you know musicians that they want to see even though loki there still are gatekeepers facebook big tech is like gatekeepers but at the end of the day look there's more access i'll put it that way because big tech could decide they're going to cancel you from their platform and what are you going to do um 
so yeah there there are gatekeepers there were gatekeepers and they started decided that they're gonna take janet jackson out of the equation and that really hurt her career which i find extremely offensive because it was not her fault she didn't do anything and the fact that the person that made the mistake was glorified and it they ignored it as if nothing happened but the person that was actually if anything she was the one being mistreated even though it was a mistake it was her breasts that were being exposed right and what really annoyed me is when he called her and this is a i think to me this was such a big mistake she said justin timberlake called her once can you imagine he only called her once is he crazy <laughs> he called her and he's like um i feel like i should make a statement i feel like i should say something and she was like no it's just gonna hurt you no that was the biggest mistake that she ever made. I mean, I get for her career, she's been around for six decades. She's been in the music industry for six decades, so maybe it's not that big of a deal for her. What's 10 years, right? She just missed 10 years out of it, okay? But in my view, I feel like that was really bad that she said that because she could have really, he should have take, he should have been accountable for that. He should have come out and said something. And so she took an L there because like her, them not blaming him, they blamed her. He should have come out and made a statement that I, that he made the mistake. And I can't believe that, that she didn't let him do that. That was ridiculous. I feel like both of them should have come out together and been like, you know, so it was so unfortunate. And I think, I feel like it makes me look at him sideways because even though she said, no, don't do it, no, don't do it. He was really just caring about his career and his life which is selfish in my view, when he's the one that made the mistake, I think that he should have been a brave person and said, no, I'm going to go out. I'm going to make a statement because I don't want it to hurt you because it was my mistake, especially when he saw that they started canceling her after. Like, I just feel like it just, I'm looking at him sideways. I wasn't even looking at him sideways until I watched the documentary straight up. I'm looking at him sideways though. Justin, and then I saw people commenting about Jermaine Dupree cheating on her. I mean, hey, <laughs> it is what it is, right? And then Michael Jackson's death. What a sad moment in her life. Either way, I really loved it. It was such a great documentary. I see why it was trending and it just reminded us of the impact of Janet Jackson. You know, the media tried to silence her for the past like 10 plus 20. Oh my God, it's almost 20 years. Jesus. 2004 is when that happened so almost 20 years they've tried to sort of like silence her or diminish her or whatever because like you don't really see her being glorified and celebrated the way that you see other people being celebrated and it doesn't make sense janet jackson made a major contribution to music and entertainment and she deserves all the accolades anyway those are my thoughts let me know your thoughts leave a comment down below don't forget to like follow subscribe all the above my name is kenim and see you next time peace